Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. What's up, guys? I'm back with the 1% Club podcast. We're here, Dallas, Texas. I've had the pleasure of staying with this uh, handsome young man. All week, uh, Coach Capatillo. Sure. Uh, we're here. Brandon's fight week is pretty, uh, pretty cool week. You know, it's just uh, this is your first MMA fight too, which is pretty awesome. You know. Yeah, you know, it's my my first UFC. We be in the yes. UFC, you know, yes, UFC. and the UFC on the comp working for for the company, yep. and I feel happy. I feel you know grateful to be working uh, alongside with you and in this great team and uh, with a great fighter like it is and Brandon Moreno. Amazing, amazing fighter. I know we're both, we've talked about this all week in the hotel, but obviously we're both super stoked about this. So uh, for those of you who don't know who you are, uh, anybody in the boxing world does, obviously, uh, you coach uh, quite a bit of, I mean, you, you coach uh, Tyson Fury. It's probably yes. your highest yeah, your yeah. highest client, I'm sure. Uh, Andy yes. Ruiz. Andy Ruiz. Um, your son is a little monster. <laughs> uh, and then also, now you're starting to make your way into MMA. You coach yes. Armin Sarukian. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Pettis, Anthony uh, Brandon Moreno, Cynthia Calvillo, yes. and is there anybody I'm missing? Those are your no. That's that's pretty much my my, my top MMA yep. killers that I have, and then uh, you know in the boxing, uh, like you name it, it's Tyson Fury, Andy Ruiz, Jorge Linares that I've been yep. working, yeah, uh, Jordani Sugas, and quite a few more fighters. But uh, I think my my top is. Um, uh, fighter in boxing will be Tyson, Tyson Fury for sure. I mean, that's obviously that's an amazing. He's, <laughs> he's honestly he's probably, uh, in my opinion, he's the best. Uh, I feel safe about saying this. I I think he's the best heavyweight boxer of all time. Man, let me tell you this. I mean, many many people say, think the same, feel the same as you. You know, I think he's in at least in the number three. Spot. He was. I just he would just he be too small. Just, yeah. He would be too small for Tyson. I think Tyson would body up on him and he's just as good of a boxer too he's got yeah. just as good feet he, i mean i think he's a bigger taller longer version of muhammad ali yeah for sure you know that's what that's with more power probably yeah of course he was you know heavy yeah you know heavier than muhammad ali and he you know accomplished a lot you know inside outside the arena as well when when make one of the greatest compact comeback that that a tyson did weighing almost 400 pounds and dropping to 240 250 pounds you know Getting up from all those depression and all the stuff I was dealing with mental health that they was dealing with, and then just come back into the boxing spot and, and, and become world champion again, knocking out Dante Wilder. So that yeah. was an amazing comeback, you know. Yes. That's we're putting on the on the spot one of the greatest fighters ever. You know what I mean? Did you coach? Did you coach Andy Ruiz when he beat Anthony Joshua? No, no, I was not. I was not coaching. I was not on the team. I coaching like um, probably like four or five years ago. We did almost like five, six. Fights together nice. with small titles together, and and then uh, he moved out to California. But I always had a great, great, great friendship with him. I still in touch with him, and now I'm I'm getting back on the team. I feel proud to be back, honored, and uh, I'm going back uh, to San Diego. Amazing. Uh, so you're this is your first UFC event that you're going yes. at, and you're starting to get more like MMA fighters. Yeah. What's like the biggest? What are what are the biggest transitional differences that you see between boxing and MMA? Uh, you know what? Let me tell you this. I think that um, uh, this pretty similar on the range. You know, everything starts with the hands for the MMA guys to set them up a kick or to set them up a, 
uh, to go to the ground to t- to do a takedown. So it was it was uh, I won't say it easy, but I can adapt very well when 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 I see a fighter who understands ra- the range, mm-hmm. who understands how to play with the distance, and that's what I, what I've been developing in these guys. You know, not to not to lean in the punches, not to cross the middle the middle distance without throwing a job or throwing a feint, just walking. You know what I mean? So things like that. So for me, where's it's it, it's been uh, very comfortable to, to work with the MMA guys because they're very disciplined, they're very passionate about boxing too. Yeah. So for me, it was like like Brandon, you know, he's passionate about boxing. Super passionate. Super passionate about boxing. You know what I mean? He's coming from Mexico. He's you Mexican. Know? He's in his blood. <laughs> yeah, he's in his blood. <laughs> but also, you know, like you always saying all these weeks, so we rapper, jiu-jitsu, yeah. you know, so very methodic. So I'm, I'm I'm very very pleased to be here, man. So you you've been around a couple different fight weeks. Like how would you how would you compare the MMA fight week to a boxing fight week? Because I've I've been around a little bit of both. Obviously, I don't have near the experience in the boxing world you do, but uh, there's there's quite a few differences, especially in like the the conditioning side of things. But what does like what does fight week look like for a for a high level? Like Tyson Fury or Andy Ruiz? What is a what is a fight week from? What day do you guys like? Just walk us through the process of what day they go out. Okay. So what a fight week looks like? Well, a fight week looks pretty similar, I would say. You know, where they they do the arrivals on Monday. You know, make sure the the I think there was what well, was I don't know, but I think I see like more crowd on coming up to the to, boxing to the rivals. Yeah, to the rivals in boxing. You know, when it's when there's faces like Tyson or Canelo, you know, Juan Manuel Marquez, yeah. Manny Pacquiao, they, there's massive people. Those are guys are like coming. legitimate celebrities. Yeah. I mean, they're celebrities. Yeah, like Canelo, you can't, like, I, I just can't imagine Canelo being able to walk out in public anywhere. No, and that's where, like, your Connors, Connor is like that. Yeah, even like even Brandon, I, dude, we were yeah. just, uh, after weigh-ins, this is a true story, I show you not. After weigh-ins, we took the shuttle back, mm-hmm. and we were, they go over to the side of the hotel, and there was a car that literally slammed on their brakes, doors open in the middle of the, like, a oh, yeah, popular yeah, yeah, street, yeah, 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 yeah. and they start just running to Brandon. Yeah, and, but, like, when you get guys like Canelo and, and Fury and those yeah. guys, they're legit celebrities. Yeah, so I can't sure. imagine what the crowd for those guys is like. Especially when, you know, I get the, uh, to get to see fights like Manny Pacquiao with Juan Manuel Marquez and we used to have all this mariachi thing the whole week yeah. and, the, and the MGM was crowded, you know, and uh, and the Tyson Fury too, um, fight with a lot of people coming from all, from from London, you know, from from the UK to, to support him and there was all this crowd, you know, uh, the whole week, you know, the, the, the MGM was crowded, all, all these UK fans would have said, oh my love, Thank you for always uh, sending love and support, and it's just it's just amazing, you know, being in this atmosphere, you know, like like the one we we live in this week is is great. Yeah. So you've been working with Brandon for how long now? Well, we say like what, well, like four or five months now. Four or five months. Yes. And I, first of all, I gotta say that you have done an absolutely uh, amazing job as far Thank as like you. details, you. you know, and I. I I'll be honest. I'm not. A, I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not a big fan of boxing coaches in MMA. I'm really not. And I. I think that's because the closed-mindedness is typically that comes with it. You got to do it this way. The 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 stance is the biggest thing, and the stance doesn't work in MMA because it's a bladed stance. You get low kick too much. Mm-hmm. You get the single leg is there, but you are very very open-minded for for a. Uh, I wouldn't say for a boxing coach because it's not like I have a ton of experience but you're extremely open-minded in how your approach is to the game and I gotta say some of the details 
that you have brought to his game have been really phenomenal and 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 they're they're simple fundamental ideas with high level details and i think that's really important when you're coaching any any athlete is bringing those those fundamental ideas out yeah. with very very high level details but i just got to ask you like what obviously what do you think of uh, Brandon? His game is incredible. I think we've talked about that all week. But like, what are the, some of the biggest changes that you think that he's gone through in the last four, five, six months? Like, what do you think the value? Like, what what, what transitions have you seen? Because I know we've talked about this yes. a ton, but I think it's important to let everybody else at home know, like the little intricacies yeah, that sure. you may see, rather than the people at home may not. Oh, uh, you know what? We we everything starts from the from the fundamentals, from the structure. So uh, I see that uh, that uh, Brando has uh, when, he, when he came to me, he has uh, the the wrong structure, you know, like he was um, on sideways on his footwork, and and we're trying to fix that, make sure that he was in balance, mm -hmm. make sure that uh, he can move uh, to the left, uh, he can move to the right in in a good balance, and then and then as soon as uh, we start fixing that fixing that the balance and. And we start working on, on range, working on distance. And it's been great, man. I feel very honored to be working on, alongside with you as well because you're a great coach, too, with a lot of experience, a great fighter as well. And and like I told you the other day, you know, you, you're you're the type of coach who has a lot of malicious, and I like that. You know what I mean? You need that in this, yeah. you need that in this sport, you know what I mean? So I think we, 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 we came along together, and, and it, you know, it's just uh, basics, win fights, you know, so... That's very where 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 I, where I coming from and all these fundamental and basics. That's pretty much where it is. That that's the that was the biggest thing that I think Brandon told told me that both of us said the same thing without talking to each other is yeah. is the you know the lead leg heavy. He's very lead leg heavy. Yes. Uh, just little things like that. So, sure. um, I feel like I would be stupid to not ask if I have the the best boxing coach in the game in front of me. I feel like I would be dumb not to ask. What are your thoughts on Jake Paul? Okay, let me tell you this. I think Jake Paul, you know, is, is a natural athlete, bringing a lot of crowd to the boxing, bringing a, a new fans to the yeah. boxing. And I think that's amazing, you know. Every, anybody who comes and, and is an asset for the sport, we should, be, we should be grateful, you know what I mean? That I see that he, he, he has a long way to improve, of course. Yeah. That I think that he start late, of course. Yeah. But let me tell you this: he's been an athlete. He's been putting together a good work. He's a promoter. He's a manager. Yes. He's doing it all. So we gotta give it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even that I, that I think if he face Tommy in the future, you know I'm on the Fury side, so yeah, he might get smacked. The, but yeah. <laughs> you know. the, the, Tommy, the Tommy Fury matchup seems inevitable at some point. But I gotta I gotta be honest, man. I for the for the boxing people that say that he's bad for the sport, I just could not agree or disagree more. I couldn't disagree more. I think he's the best thing for boxing in a long time. And I and I got to be honest with that. And here's why. I feel like with the, the surge of MMA has taken that younger crowd away, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that younger crowd has transitioned from boxing to MMA. Yes. So most boxing fans are primarily – of an older generation. I, sh I, should say, I shouldn't say that. Like, it's it's an older generation predominantly, right? Of course, there's younger fans and stuff like that. But I got to think the majority of the fans would be 35 or older, right? There's Of course, there's younger ones. I'm not saying that. But when Jake Paul comes in with his YouTube following, yeah. 
you you're gonna get a rush of that younger yeah. crowd. I mean, it, and don't don't take my opinion for it. Look at the stadiums that this guy's selling out. I mean, he sold out. Uh, where was the last place he fought? He sold. I mean, he sold it out. Uh, he, he fought, and it was um, full. They showed in the crowd. It was, they were full of. It was kids. It was Cleveland and Ohio. Yeah, Cleveland and Ohio. But it was Woodley like was kid, the last one. Uh, yes. yes, Tyrone, Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, but it was full of like teenagers and you know younger yeah. younger kids, and that's yeah. that's I gotta think that's because of his YouTube following. Of course, you know, like I said, I mean, the guy is putting a he's putting a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of money in his promotional. Yeah, a lot, you know, he's putting a lot of work in you know in his fights. So you know, you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see it wrong at all. I mean, every, everybody who's an asset and bring and bring fans that, that I can say he can become a great fighter. I don't know yet yeah. because still too green. Yeah, for it's me. still too green. You know what I'm saying. But he's bringing a lot of fans to the boxing from the boxing stage. You know. Here's here's my take on Jake Paul, and I and I I want your honest opinion on mm-hmm. this. The, he's what is he like four or five and zero oh now? Yeah, I think so. Like probably five and zero. Oh. Here's my take on Jake Paul. I think. The crowd, the the public has a tendency to look at personality before they look at skill set, right? And I think that this guy talks a lot and they get the illusion that his mouth supersedes his ability to fight. Mm -hmm. But if you look at him, if you look at all of his training videos, the dude is putting in real work and has been for a long time. And he's paying some really good boxers to come in and spar with him. And you could tell, I mean, he's A, he's a workhorse. You could tell that. He puts in hard work. You know, yeah, the, sure. all the YouTube shit, you could put all that to the side. But the dude works hard. You yeah, can tell for that. Sure you can say that. Two, he's a natural athlete. Yeah. He hits fucking hard. Yeah. He's fast. And he's and and he's not a, he's not afraid of people, man. And I gotta be honest, at five and oh or whatever he is, I don't care what people say about Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley is a multiple time UFC world yeah, champion. For him to be able to beat that guy at 4-0 yeah. is very, very impressive. It's very, very impressive. Because don't tell me that Tyron Woodley hasn't trained with high-level boxers before. No, no, for sure. No, you know what I mean? mean? And he, was, he was training with Pedro Diaz. One yes. Of, one of the, he's beat him twice now, trainers, right? You know? Yeah, twice. He's beat him twice. Yeah. And that, that to me, i got to be honest, that's extremely impressive for him to be able to, to not only beat, but knock out a very, very high-level MMA fighter. Now, you can argue whatever you want as his best days behind him. That's not what I'm talking about. But we're talking about a kid that has like three, four, five fights when he's fighting some of the best fighters in the world. Not boxers. I get it. I understand he's not fighting boxers. He's about to fight uh, Rockman, who's an actual real boxer. Is he he great? No, he's not great. But, dude, you're training your son. Mm -hmm. Are you going to let your son fight somebody, uh, just a savage boxer at 5-0? No, no you're gonna build not. him. Yeah, we're building. We're building a career. That's, we're building a brand. That's what you do in so boxing. We, we 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 go step by step. You know what I mean? Of course, but I I gotta be honest. I think he's fighting tougher guys than who, like okay, go yeah. look at Canelo's first fights. I bet he's fighting tougher guys than Canelo fought his first five fights. No, of course. And of I'm course. not saying he's better than no, Canelo. No, don't no, don't no, don't no, don't no, don't confuse me there. But there's a there's a pattern in boxing that's building, and I got I I got to think that Jake Paul is his road might be a little tougher than than some of the famous boxers that are better. Now you you hit this right on the head. Is he going to be great? I don't know. That's not what I'm trying to argue. I don't, I don't know my opinion on that. But my take on Jake Paul is the dude has got some skill, and he he's not to be taken lightly. I don't I don't I can't imagine him being great in the sport of boxing. I, I got to be honest with you, because he started late. Yeah. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. But but just like we talked about this last week, Sean, O'Mad- uh, Sean O'Malley and MMA, like Patty Pimblett, these guys are taking a different path. 
it's not, they're not trying to be the best in the world. They're trying to make the most money. And Jake Paul, I got to think is, is he's got to he be up got there. Money. He's already, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but notoriety, money, you know, yeah, and, he, yeah. and he's feeding his YouTube channel and his YouTube channel is feeding his boxing. I think he's playing, he may not be playing the sport of boxing better than anybody, but I think he's playing the game of boxing better than anybody right now. Well, I can say, that, well, let me tell you this. I think that uh, I got to give it to him because he, he's taking the risk. 100%. You know, it's not easy jumping the ring or jumping the cage and compete in, in a high level. And you know what I mean? I mean, uh, sooner or later, we will see what a, what a Jake, Jake Paul career will, will get in the, in the ring as, as, as a boxer. But I'll tell you this, we will nice to see him as a promoter. I would like to see him more, you know, as a manager yeah. because he's another door that can be open for fighters. A thousand percent. And, I, and, I, and I'm 100 percent agree with that. You know what I mean? Because let me tell you this: one, one of the things that hurts the sport is monopoly. You know, yeah. when you just got a few, like a few promotion. Like if you don't, you don't fight for this promotion, or this one that said you don't make it. You don't make money. So it's good to have a few doors, and 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 and, and this this promoter competing each other as well with with a high level athletes. You know what I mean? And I got to be honest with your son. We were just watching videos of your yeah. son. Uh, I got to think that maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. I got to think that if Jake Paul were to th were to throw a show or to manage fires, I got to think you'd want somebody like your son, a younger guy coming up that is using social media, is using YouTube. We just looked at his Instagram. He's got 100 plus thousand followers already. And he's, what is he, 13? 13 years old. 13 years old. He's got 125,000 followers. You know what I mean? I got to think somebody like Jake Paul that understands that demographic yeah. is going to be great for your son. Am I, am I, am I off? Well, let me tell you as this. A, as a uh, manager or as, a promoter. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, he, he, obviously, he has the experience on social media, which is a, is a thing, is, is a new thing, is a new tool for, you know, for most of us, you know, most of the athletes. But at the same time, you know what I mean? This is uh, like in boxing, you know, he's, he's, he's been a, he's, he's He's been, he's a guy that's been around for 30, 40 years already. You know, he's been connected, yeah, you know what I mean? So obviously, you know, it's a good asset, but uh, but I would say this, let me tell you this, like I said, it's too early to to mention Jake, you know, can be like a, one of the greatest managers, the greatest promoter. Nah. No, 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 what I'm saying is, is it's gonna be gradually, you know, moving up for sure. And like I said, uh, and I'm happy that the, the, the Jake is, you know, is putting the rigs, he's, he, you know, he make, he make, he make, um, make Amanda Serrano wins a million dollars. Right. Which is And she deserves it. She awesome. never she never would have got that without him, I don't of think. Of course. Which is one of the I think was a fight of the year by the uh, WBA. It was with, great. It was a great amazing. you know amazing. So so this guy is putting these women who deserve get paid. Hundred percent. Because they're fighting, they're killing each other. 100%. You know, sometimes for That's for a great minutes, point. You know That's what a mean? great point. I never even a, thought about it. And let me tell you this with this guy come and and get this 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 girls a million dollar purse like that's and, and they put in the fight. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm sure that Eddie Hearn and Jake were they were happy to to pay yeah. these girls, you know, Katie Taylor and and Amanda Serrano a million dollars because they, yeah. they, there was a phenomenal performance, a phenomenal fight. I was so that's something that you gotta be grateful for, you know. Hundred uh, percent. Lastly, I know we gotta we actually gotta get off here pretty soon and and yeah. uh, go do a little shakeout with Brandon, but Mount Rushmore, your four. Your four faces of boxing, who are they? Okay, will be obviously the Mexican great champion, Julio Cesar Chavez. Let's go. I got Roberto Duran. Duran, okay. Woo. I got Muhammad Ali. And now that he announced that he's retired, Tyson Fury. Tyson. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. That's, man, there's, there's so many. In, in boxing, I think that's that's super tough. That's you know because yeah, there's so many great, so many, yeah. so many great boxers. But uh, that's that's a that's a unique. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who my uh, my MMA Mount Rushmore would be. I, I think I would have got to go with. Uh, you have to have Hoist Gracie in there. I think. Uh, I think you have to put Chuck Liddell in there. And I'm not even. I'm not super huge fans of either one of those. But the the their uh, their ability to shift the sport for a better, I think, was uh, undeniable. Anderson Silva's got to be in there. For sure. And then, I mean, you could you could put this last person in as GSP. You could put this person in as uh, Connor. I think you can interchange this last one. But I mean, I don't think when I look at Mount Rushmore, I think of like the most influential people in the sport. And I, I don't GSP or Connor. But if I had to pick one, I would go Connor. I don't think there's anybody that has. I don't think there's anybody that has uh, catapulted the sport of MMA like Conor McGregor has. Yeah, I think so. I agree with you with that one. You know, I think uh, I think McGregor was a, a huge asset for for the UFC, for the MMA, for the sport of MMA. Put him on the spot, you know, on the on the on, like you say on the celebrity yep. level as Tyson or yep. Manny Pacquiao, or one of those guys. You know, so I definitely agree. Anderson Silva as well. I know him. I saw him fight. Yep. Uh, he beat Chavez Jr. Yep. So <laughs> and now he's uh, now he's he, you know he's doing these boxing matches, winning and yep. making money. I'm so happy for him. I'm like, damn, this, this dude is it's amazing. Lastly, before we jump off, I'm gonna give you a couple matchups. I want your uh, I want your your thoughts and your picks on it. Uh, Spence Crawford. I go Crawford. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. I I am on the same belief as you. How, what do you think? How do you see that playing out? Well, let me tell you this. I think I think I mean Terence is is obviously is more in, in in the in the in the in the body language. I see him more 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 fresh than 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 Spence. Spence got a crash accident. He got he got a little buzzed by by uh, your Denis Ugas in his last yeah. fight. But I think I think man Crawford can switch, can punch, and and I I know I, I see him more. More can be more effective than than Spence. Andrew Ruiz and uh, Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz. I know. Oh, obviously, you have your your bias on this one. That's, but that's tell us, tell, tell us what you think is gonna happen. <laughs> now, let me tell you this. I think, I think, you know, Andy, Andy, he, he, when Andy putting this, when when he's training, when he's putting in work, when he he knows that he needs to sacrifice. I mean, he's unstoppable, man. I think, I think he's very gifted with it, with the speed hands. He's very gifted with the head movement. And, and, and you know, he if he, he slip a punch, he can throw you four, four, six punches in in a blink of the eye. You, you can tell Anthony Joshua about it. Yeah, his performance against Anthony <laughs> yeah, Joshua you know was amazing. Saying? But I think, I think Andy will, will take care of business against Ortiz. Lastly, Jay Paul, Tommy Fury. I got to think that fight's inevitable. I know you're biased on this one as well. It's because mm -hmm. you're your coach yeah. Tyson and obviously you coach yeah. Tommy as well. What does that fight look like? Uh, let me tell you this. Well, I, like, like um, challenge like that for Jake Paul, you know, with a, with a fighter like a, they're almost on the same level, mm -hmm. you know, like Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. But I think Tommy is more more naturally a boxer, you know. He comes for the for the Fury family. He's in a bloodline, you know. I think I think all Tommy needs is a good game plan, a good training camp, and and definitely give give a. Um, a hard beating to to Jake Paul and and and, and raise his hands up. Um, and I, I go for Tommy for sure, hundred percent. Let's go, man. We got to get to the shakeout. I appreciate you uh, coming on thank and talking you. about it, man. I love talking boxing. I don't have. There's not a lot of MMA guys that like boxing. So. <laughs> thank you, James. Yeah, it was appreciate a pleasure. you, man.